Welcome back to Desire to Inspire, your mama's favorite podcast, season one, episode one. First things first, we need to hire an IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need we need somebody for production ASAP. Yeah, so if that's you, send us your resume. Send us your resume. Please be an intern. Um, funds are low right now, but they'll get high. Don't worry. <laughs> and if you're wondering why funds are low, you're looking at it. Looking at it, baby. New studio. I wish you guys could see, and I took a video, so I'm going to post it, um, of just like what we're looking at. Send it to me, and I'll put it while we're talking right now. Okay. Yeah, I got it panning. Um, dude, I kind of got the jitters right now, man. It feels weird. We haven't recorded in a while. We're on new mics, which means uh, we had some technical difficulties, as Naturally. I tend to happen all the time with <laughs> me, I feel like. But we're here. New studio, new sign, new seats, new... Mm. New seats, new plant, plant. <laughs> and and the vibe too, because as, which we'll talk about, um, we should do it on an episode coming up, our 15 to 20 things that we collectively like. Okay, that we put, still haven't discussed. We haven't, we've created them. Um, so we'll, t- we'll do that. But just to let you guys know, like one thing is like, we want to have more guests on. Dylan is a part of a running community where we can pull guests from that. Oh, we'll get into that because that, I feel like I'm catching heat right now around here. Yeah. We'll get into it. But the reason I say that is because the environment in this room is dope. The window is completely blacked out. There's shelves. There's whiskey containers. There's a TV. There's decorations. It's got a vibe to it, man. It's got a vibe. It does. The chairs are fucking comfy. Do you think... Actually, never mind. I'm not going to ask you that question. Ask it. It wasn't a good one. Do it. I was going to ask if you think we should have painted all the walls. I did talk about that. With low, I did. <laughs> and not even as bad, because I feel like you probably have a good view, but it's just so white over there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> With no. the doors, you wouldn't have painted the doors, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was cool how it kind of like blossomed. Let's let's take a second to talk about the journey. Let's cheers to the new studio first, cheers guys. Cheers to the new studio. Sponsor time. Athletic Brewing Co. Actually never had this one. This is their Mexican beer. I got their golden like hazy IPA. And we probably haven't made any sales in a while because we haven't been on here. But if you use code, code, not cold, Dylan20 at checkout, you will get 20% off your order. Dylan20, the best non-alcoholic beer. By far. By far. I don't care what Mandy's ratings and reviews were. Yeah, there's some that came in higher. The second one came real high. Yeah. There's some that came in higher. So let's crack this to season one, episode one. Cheers, Cheers, bud. Brother. It's a long time coming here. It feels weird. We have not recorded in like two months. Mm. God, they, they always hit. I can really go for a lime right now in here. Love We're, it. I'm so nervous setting this here because we have so much equipment next to me. Yeah. Please hold We're, on to that. We're going to get a table soon, guys. That's why I left my water over there. I didn't want to risk it. Yep. Get a table. My water's down there. But um, just keep expanding this. We want to get a table here, eventually some wall decorations and stuff. We got the plan over on Dylan's side, which I like. It's a vibe. But Just added around, that today. Just added it today. All around, super excited for this. I think our biggest thing is going to be getting used to talking into these mics and figuring out the audio. Yeah. Because it just looks different every time I look at it, and I can't stop at the corner <laughs> of my eye because I just want to make sure it doesn't stop on us. Yep. 
Yeah, if anybody knows Sure Microphones, get a hold of us. We could use some advice and guidance. It looks we, really good right now. Beautiful. Like way better than it did five seconds ago even. Yeah, I don't even know like placement where I need to have it and stuff like that. I but think this is about it. I think we're at the like the right spot right now. Beautiful. These mics make me feel really official though. I will yeah. say that. They're nice. And everybody's got them. You guys, we're batting in the big leagues now. We're batting in the big leagues. We are the fucking big leagues. We are the big leagues. That's why we always say your mama's favorite podcast. Soon it's going to be the number one podcast um, because my vision for this is just to bring a lot of structure and like really good dialogue. So I think we have really good dialogue, but I think we could add a tiny bit of structure in it from what we were doing. What do you call the beginning? The first 100 episodes. I was trying to explain this to my sister. So let's start here from ground one, season one, episode one right now. What do you say the last zero to 100 episodes were and why we're starting with season one instead of season two? Uh, I feel like we could have technically started at season two, but we didn't go into the first 100 with a mindset. It was more like, which I think we might have touched on before we ended, but it's been a while, guys. <laughs> but I feel like it was just like putting in the reps and just getting comfortable. Obviously, like I'd done it before, but you had never really done it. And watching the clips, like from where we were to where we are and where we're going, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah, bro, so different. There's like the older episodes. So if you guys haven't noticed, we've been clipping all of our podcasts from the last one, number 100, all the way to the first one and putting those on YouTube and TikTok. Seeing pretty good returns. I yeah. mean, it's drawing traction every single day, getting new followers. Um, but my sister was asking me, and I was explaining it to her like this was a this was a process for Dylan and I to see if we were even going to stick with it, to see if we truly had this passion, to see if what we were preaching, what we were doing, what we were saying was actually going to stick and keep going. What that zero to 100 showed us in the beginning is like we're in this for the long haul. And so now we get into season one where we're going to come at you with just completely different vibes from the studio starting in this episode yeah. to the guests that we're going to have on and the things that they're going to start seeing us doing out in the community with the different stuff that you're involved in right now, et cetera. Um, but that zero to a hundred was really to, in my mind, to prove to us the capabilities we had together, but not only that, the like passion and drive, like, is it going to stick? Is this going to be something for the long term? We proved it is now let's fucking hit the ground running and make this as best as we can. Yeah, I don't think like there's any one specific word for like what those first hundred episodes were. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I think that it was more just like growing pains of like, what do we actually want desire to inspire to be? And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we're moving more in the direction of where coaching is always going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. But I think the podcast is probably the main focus. Yeah. All of our content is around the podcast. Yep. What we actually enjoy doing the most is probably the podcast, and it still helps people. We're still coaching and like bringing those insights to mm -hmm. the podcast, but I feel like especially now that it's going to be more structured, be more of a seasonal thing, we're going to see a lot more of our energy and attention go to this side of the business. Yep. Because from the beginning, and as you said, it's tailored, so in the beginning we were taking high-client a month like personal training clients then we transition then we transition and then we were like dude we want to capture and we want to cast our nest net out there for the majority of people the people that are going through their day-to-day -day lives that just have something they need 
to fix or they need to work on or they need to actually like put the time and attention in, but they don't know where to start because they got scared off in the past because somebody gave them bad advice um, because something tragic happened in their life. So how do we take that common everyday person and give them structure, introduce new habits so that way they can improve their mental and physical health? Because I will, I will go to my grave saying that the person that is cracking the most jokes in the room is the person hurting the most. The person that has to be the center of attention is hurting the most. The person that um, is sitting in a corner, quiet, not talking much, is hurting the most. And what I mean by that is everybody has something that they're dealing with, and they have different ways of using coping mechanisms to do that, whether it's out in public or it's at home. And so our direction, the way we go, it's you, know, you can't have beer, you can't have sweets, you can't have chips, you can't have this. We're not saying any of that. How do we improve those things in your life, though, so that way you're healthier, so that way you can be happier? And so this podcast, where I'm going with that, is this podcast gives us the chance to express our voice, say the things that we're doing, say the things we're working on to hopefully motivate people. But at the same time, it's stemming to that next tier of what DTI is, and that's building that community that we want. And then once you're in the community, now we go deeper and on a more personal level of what do you actually want to fix? What are you doing now? What is this? What is this? To then be able to cultivate and bring everything in, again, centered around this podcast, but focus on all the things that we love and have a passion for. Yeah. No? No, I agree. It's just I didn't. If I was to go on, I would go somewhere else. So I didn't want to just abruptly end the topic if you had more to say. Oh, no. We can go wherever. It was more so around the community aspect of it because I feel like I've gotten involved way more in, we'll just call it the last six weeks of mm-hmm. like what the first of the year has been within the community and like people in Charlotte that we didn't know. Yep. And like I've gotten involved in this kind of stuff. And I think that my main focus, like when I moved here was like, let me help build a community and like make my own run club and this and that. And I don't necessarily know if I want to create my own run club anymore. I feel like I'm already like getting interwoven with these other communities that would still support mm-hmm. my community as it stands now and the brand that we already have built. And so it's just, I know it's different. Everybody's like on their own path. And like I'm watching now the main run club that I'm in branch off into like they're doing a girls only run club now mm. that they just are launching in like two weeks. And there's somebody else doing like strictly like fast people where it's like the one I'm a part of is all inclusive. Like come do what you can do. It's not like a, you're not going to be judged for going to any pace, whatever. So there's a lot of them that I'm like a part of that are different now. And so I don't know if it's even necessary to build my own. Yeah. Obviously like we're building one online and it's branching out into person now. Yeah. But like the DTI one is pretty much solely online just cause all of our clients are all over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's weird. Like the way that it just, evolves over time yeah it reminds me of that group of people that we brought on to the podcast in the beginning is Mm -hmm. that everybody was tackling their own dreams and goals but nobody was shitting on each other for what they were doing nobody was saying oh you're doing it wrong it's the same thing for that like running community that you're in and how they're branching off and starting their own now is because people are yearning for that connection people are yearning for those people that have similarities and commonalities between them And so, again, you have this one main core thing where you have all these individuals coming together that are working on something, whether it's a marathon they're preparing for just to go out and do it, to meet people, whatever that is, you have that. And then as you start developing those relationships, just like I'm sure you'll do is like, man, we could really expand and do this type of thing with this group. And now you have other people that have that same passion. They're like, yeah, let's do that. 
And so it's cool to see how it is because again, we're all young adults just trying to find Mm. our way, but we're like doing it through living our passion and like our why of why and how we want to impact this world. Yeah. I've literally been going to three different run clubs, not like the same one, three different days, three different run clubs a week. And I'll see the same people popping up at every run club. Even people who run other run clubs are Mm -hmm. coming to support the other ones. So it's, I didn't expect the running community to be as big as it is in Charlotte. Like it's the only other, I don't know. It's, it's really fucking big. And like, I'm seeing that it's bigger every fucking week. And I didn't expect I moved here. Denver didn't have this kind of running community. I could tell you that right now. I never heard of one run club when I was in Denver. Yep. I would say something about Texas, but I would just be spewing nonsense because there was a reason I didn't hear of any. Right. And that's because well, I know Austin has a really big running community. Okay. So yeah, in te- sure about that's Dallas. one where I know it's big. And like California has a big one, but like Charlotte's a random place to have a big running yeah. community. And it's dope too because they're building so many more trails or they're extending the trails that they have on like the Greenway and stuff like that to like branch literally across the fucking mm-hmm. city of Charlotte into other areas matthews out here in south carolina it connects like it's fucking wild and it reminds me of that dallas city vibe um where like people could go and be active but i agree with you and again you and tone could be bringing that light to me to be able to like see how big it is here um but it's really cool to like be able to watch you and hear the stories of you going to them and the people you're meeting and things that you're doing because of it didn't go to one run club when i was in denver didn't even hear of one like it never even came on my radar. How is the run club affecting you both good, bad, and different for the insane plethora of things that you're going to be doing this year? So um, focusing on the first task at hand, how is the run club enhancing that or making it better or improving training for you? I mean, I always would rather run with other people. I know people who would prefer to run alone, but mm-hmm. I mean, you ran during training with us. It's so much easier when you have other people with yeah. you. And even today, where it's not as conversational of a thing, it's like, hey, let's go do some sprints. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. And also, if I was doing this by myself, I would not be doing speed work at all. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Not until it's way closer to the marathon, which I'm narrowing down, by the way. There's two that I'm considering right now in October and November. Okay. One's in Virginia, one's here. Still probably going to have some other ones pop up as I do research that I could do. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it between October and December. But anyway, wouldn't be doing speed work yet because... They finally announced that fucking race. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. And so right now my mileage is high, but everyone's training for a marathon right now. And their mileage is pretty close to mine. So okay. like my long runs, I'm just doing on the weekends with other people still. Yep. But it's kind of like I have a coach, but I don't have a coach because some of these guys have coaches and they uh, just bring their workouts that are programmed for them. Like, Hey, if you want to jump in. So specifically for me and tone, we both have a goal of going sub three this year. Mm-hmm. It's not his like main goal right now because he's focused on this 50 mile one. But we have now group chat with Phil who runs the run club. Yep. who We're definitely going to have on here at some point. And yep. then another guy who we met at run club a few weeks ago where it's, it's called sub three lads. And so every week, like they'll send out, this is my workouts for the week. Like, where do y'all want to hop in? Oh damn. That's and dope. so we're basically all training for the same goal, just different races, but within the same like three to four month block. Will you guys try and do a race, the race together? I don't think so. No. Unless like it just happens that we all, because I know the one that Phil is trying to do, and I don't know if I'm going to do that one, 
But the other guy, there's two that I'm balancing between where I know one of them is one he's doing. Will you and be doing it I don't know. In, this, in North Carolina or are you looking to go outside? It depends. I'm looking for flat courses that are yeah. Boston qualified. Like, All right. So there's one that I just found out a girl told me about today that she ran. It's in Virginia. It's in Richmond. And she said that it's mainly flat and then the last two miles are downhill. She said the last half mile itself is like straight downhill. She said she was flying. Damn. Cut like a minute off of her pace. Holy shit. <laughs> from going down this last half Jesus. mile. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah. Well, I'm along. Uh, I know I told you this and I hope you truly take me up on it. I'm along on every single journey as long as you let me know when it is um, because I really want you to document this to make an impact because I know the passion and drive that you have for this or you wouldn't be spending so much time and attention on it and you wouldn't have for the last however many years. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope you take me up on that. Um, I hope we travel all over the fucking U.S. starting this year. I mean, there's already three places that we might go um, based off of things that are in line, but I hope that this just keeps propelling to just start checking the boxes and going here and going there and meeting different people. Um, 5K by May. Have you heard of that? You're talking about the... Burton Tomlin? Yep. Yeah. I think that'd be fucking dope for us to go there. We don't know where it is yet. I know. When they release it, I've been wanting to talk to you about it, but I was like, I'll save it for the Matt pod. Matt talks to me about it all the time. Really? Matt wants to go. Oh, dude. I think it would be sick. Film it. Hand out some of our DTI like bottles and stuff like that. Meet people out there. I think we should start doing stuff like that because he is getting all of these people in it. Again, to us, they're just people that we look up to in the community or yeah, the see, like comedy community or whatever. But like, it's motivational of like the impact he's making, just calling these people up. Hey, I know you don't want to do it, but 5k by yeah. May, can you make it happen? And so like even jelly roll is like in on it and he's, you know how much mm -hmm. weight he's trying to lose this year? I've heard it's substantial. 250 pounds. It's doable for him. Yeah. That's insane though. That's like one and a half of me. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, sweating out a, a couple humans. But I think that 5K by May would be cool for us to do. Um, and again, I think why we have no responsibilities really or anything at all, we should take advantage of all these different things and travel. Yeah, while we for can. sure. I it's gonna depend on like where it is and what my other races are. Yeah, but obviously it's in May. Yep. I just don't know where it's gonna be yet. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but. Maybe I'll find a community out here for like my Spartan races or something like that. I'm sure it exists. Yeah. But like what kind of training would you guys do? I don't know. I guess I could come and run with you guys some of the time because I'm going to have to start incorporating right, you're that gonna have back. You're going to run. only what, a 10K though? 10K. I'm going to try and knock two of them out in oh, one yeah, weekend. Be fine. Yeah. That's... And then I'll probably do the beast in a different area. Yeah, I don't think you'll have to like pick up too much running. Thank God. Well, it's like you're trying to like really like go through and win the fucking thing. I don't know. I don't think that's my mindset. Okay. I haven't really thought much about it yet. You're running it alone, right? Yep. That's what I was thinking, like, because you are coming to, like, the 50-mile one or the 12-hour endurance one, which is going to be clutch because number one document, it's only a 0.71-mile loop. So that's easy to document, but also, like, then we got fuel on deck because there's going to be five of us, and yeah. we're probably all going to be dying at some point. Yep. No, it'll be good. I'm excited. Uh, there's a special someone that's trying to convince me to do it as well, even if I walk the track. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I wouldn't do that. I was like, how much is it? And they told me, I was like, well, I can't use that as an excuse. What? How much? What is it? The race to do it. We don't know how much it is yet. Registration's not open. 
They just DM me the other day said we don't know when it's going to open yet. Oh, I thought that I heard it was like seventy five bucks. Didn't know that. I hope it is. That'd yeah, be dope. That's what I thought. Uh, I don't know. It's not registration is still not open, and they don't know when it's going to open. But what I was saying was I don't know, or I feel bad because I can't come to the Spartan race really because it's not like they just let people walk the course. Yeah, which would be dope. But like, there's no way for me to, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for it though. Um, I got to get more things on the calendar. I just am enjoying. I started a new workout program and um, really just enjoying lifting and not doing much cardio. I've ran like three times since the half marathon. I'm in the complete opposite lane right now. Yeah. Like barely lifting. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm on my gym clothes for one. <laughs> and two, I don't, I want my pushups are doing something at least. Are you, um, are you sticking to the things that you said you wanted to check off in January? Did you hold true to majority yeah. of the things? All of them. All of them? All of them. But one. What one? Well, that, that was on my list. It wasn't? No. Oh. Was on my list. All right. That works. Yeah, I got my list out there. That one wasn't on it. That works. But everything else, yeah, I'm still consistent with, which is, that was just the goal. Yeah. Just keep those things at the forefront because it's going to be a year-long journey here. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing, too, is that, like, um, I told you a couple weeks ago, I sent you um, things that I wanted to do on social media, and then I incorporated probably, like, 15 other things that I like check the boxes on daily. And so like weekly it adds up to like almost a hundred things that I'm like making sure I do day in and day out or that I want to stay focused on with your hundred. Is it like, if you have one thing that's daily, does that count as like seven things that we, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I probably have a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm just realizing cause like last year I was extremely pleased with the things that I did and the things that I achieved but there was also some things where I was like, ah, I kind of fell short mm-hmm. from achieving this and, and conquering it. So I took some time to reflect on 2023 to see what I wanted to do this year and not set any New Year's resolutions, bullshit or any of that, but just like what is important to me and how can I execute to get better? And so I had a conversation the other day because somebody was like, what is your, your dream of DTI? Like, when do you want to stop working and have that full time? And... I mean, an easy answer is, oh, I would love it tomorrow. Right. But I think through the conversations that we've had and the things that I've realized is that everything great takes time to build. And Nick Bear had said a quote that I had referenced before um, of his, and it was something along the lines where it was like, um, people say it takes 10,000 hours to form a habit or to see success or something like that. He's like, I have the 10,000 day mentality and he was alluding to like building his business and that if he would have had the 10,000 hour mentality then he would have fell short in x y and z Mm -hmm. and that's truly like what I believe that like this is building and setting the foundation to is that steady incline not where it's a straight j up like this but like we're, we're climbing the mountain and we're not going down and so what does that look like because people equate success to followers people equate success to a dollar figure but my success right now for like our criteria is what are we doing to constantly improve and what are we doing to constantly keep ourselves in check? And so, for instance, investing in this like podcast studio, some people have been like, well, don't you think you should have done X, Y and Z first? It's like, no, because 
we love the podcast. We're doing the podcast. We've stayed consistent with the podcast. And how do we elevate it? And so like, I can't wait for us to make a social media post of like what this setup looks like right now versus day one of what our setups yeah. look like. I have a picture. I hope you do. Because I think it would I don't be- know if I have one from like my apartment in Denver. Damn. Because it, it moved. I moved over like four times. Yeah. And so I want to just like all of those little things, the newsletter, how do we get better at that? Our um, platform, how does that get better? Like all of these little things are building a stronger foundation. They're giving us a stronger platform to keep developing and growing on. And so success for DTI is 10 years from now. It's not two months from now, but two months from now, I have certain things I want to check the boxes. And so it, it goes back to those things that I'm doing daily and putting that effort in to hold myself accountable. And if I don't hold myself accountable, I have you to hold me accountable because that's why we're in this together. And so taking that time to look at 2023 and then reflecting on how I can improve in 2024 was a lot of like, let me utilize our platform, put the things in there and check the boxes daily and weekly. I'm going to fail in the beginning because I'm forming new habits. I'm doing things that's not normal. But again, I'm growing and moving in the right direction. And so as I work towards that, as I start establishing these new things, me checking 45 boxes off week one is going to turn to me checking off 52 boxes week two. And then week four, I'll be checking off hopefully close to 60. So it's constantly improving and increasing. And then after I master that, now I can add in more stuff that continues to enhance it. So that's kind of where my mindset is. Um, but wanted to see like, what you've done or if you did any like reflecting on 2023 and what you want for like this year. But to go off of that, I think like it's important to have your own metric of success because mm-hmm. if not, somebody else is going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And then you're just going to be chasing somebody else's idea of what success is. And then once you attain that, are you actually happy? And yeah, do you actually feel successful? Cause if you chase like what someone else's is, which is probably a dollar figure, a follower count, a view count, what subscriber, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. it's not going to feel good. Once you get it, you're going to still feel just as empty as you, you know what I'm saying? So I do think it's important to have like your own metric of what success means to you. But yeah, I think that what I did during my reflection and like my planning for this year was more like, I, I said that January 1st, move with intention. Like, that's how I want to go throughout 2024. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was a lot of things that I was doing that it's like, was I doing this because I actually wanted to do it or did I feel like it was what I should be doing? And something, it was actually the tweet that I wanted to bring up, which I'm going to butcher this because my phone's recording me <laughs> and my screenshot's on it. Yep. But it said something about the 2010s, like, idealized discipline to the fact where you just did something no matter what. And like the true thing should be being disciplined in the thing that you actually want to do, not just doing it because, Oh, I need to do this. Da, 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 da. And it was talking about like that. It was like just having the drive to go out and work hard at something just for the sake of doing it rather than like building the engine towards what you actually want to do. And I feel like there's been throughout the last three years, a lot of times where, I was just disciplined for the sake of being disciplined. Yep. What was the end goal? And is where I'm at now really any different than where I was then? And in a lot of aspects, it's not. Mm-hmm. Where like it's just things that because they didn't matter, like they didn't serve a purpose. They didn't actually mean anything real to me. It was yep. more like, let me just prove to myself that I can do this, which 
isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think that some people need that in order to figure out what they want to do. But once you figure it out, you need to be okay with, okay, I can let this type of shit go and move in another direction. So that's just kind of where I've been focusing is I have a few like key areas that I'm focused on. Like that's just kind of where I'm looking at this year. I like that. And that is honestly extremely accurate because of the way that we were raised and like the way our parents mentality was because of the way they were raised. And so that quote doesn't like, like that same mentality does not apply now because of what social media has done. Right. It's very, wow. I want to read like that quote verbatim because it's very eye opening. Like I think about it right now and majority of the people that I surround myself with are all chasing something that they want to be their end goal where it's defeating the odds of what people deem success it's going against the norm it's uh putting yourself out there like it's doing all of these things that aren't that 2010 mentality and it's because now we have these platforms where we see people our age going after it and getting it but we still get that same criticism of the 2010s from our parents and our aunts and our uncles. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's the same shit we talk about all the time is like, you just have to like eventually tune it out and yeah. just reprogram your own thinking. Cause we all have these things that are innately in us just because of the way we were raised. Yep. And a lot of them are very closed minded and like, they're not open to new ideas and like yeah. new experiences and things like that. So or getting you, out of their comfort zone. You have to reprogram zone. the way you think. Yeah. Which I think we've done a good idea or a good job of. Yep. But it's never something that I feel like you can rest on. It's something you're going to have to keep fucking doing nonstop. Because as the world evolves, you have to evolve with it. Yep. Yep. And to those people that came before us, I mean, they constantly put their judgment. And our friends, and I'm just saying our friends, right. like whoever in the world, um, will give that same criticism if they've kind of stayed along the same path and haven't branched out to like challenge mm-hmm. themselves. Um, because it's also very easy to get wrapped up in that same mindset to then. Yeah. That's why a majority of people have that mindset yeah. because they were programmed by somebody who was programmed by somebody who, and the cycle just keeps going back and yep. back and back. And then eventually it's like, what thoughts are really your own? Mm-hmm. What thoughts are your own? What dreams are your own? The things you're working for, are they your own? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. I like that. And it kind of like wraps up this this point of, you know, going into 2024 with intention, um, with the purpose and the drive of doing the things that like we want. And I want to let everybody know, and I want to stress this, and I, I have my phone and I'll have it probably every episode because I, I truly want to touch on certain things. Um, and I've been jotting stuff down over the last two months that we haven't been doing stuff to just like talk about and bring light to. And one thing that I wanted to bring up is just like, 2023 came and it gone and it went. It's no longer here. But guess what? You're here. You're here. You're here. You're here. We are here. We crossed that finish line and we got the chance to see another day. We have the chance to go after our dreams. We have the chance to get a new job. We have a chance to find that dream life we want, to move away, to do whatever we want to do. And on those hard days, because some people struggle more than others, or some people are going through things, losing somebody, somebody's addicted to something, whatever it is, they're following the wrong things on social media that's getting getting them in their heads to not be able to go after their dreams in this new year. 
don't let the same mistakes that you made last year, don't let the same things that you dwelled on last year affect you this year. Figure out a way to move forward with intent, with intention to achieve whatever you want, to know that you're going to fail, but failure is only lessons learned. Failure does not mean that you have to stop. Failure does not mean that you can't move forward. Failure does not mean that it can't be done. It's just got to be done a different way. And it's up to you to figure out how you want that failure to look. We use failure as motivation every single day. And whatever it is, a run that we do, our jobs, DTI, whatever, use failure as your beam of light to success because you are learning, you're growing and developing. So now that 2023 is here, put all that shit behind you, put the years prior to that behind you, focus on this year, this moment, this day that you have right now and how you can be better and what you can work towards. And so I just want to wrap up that little, I don't know if we call it a segment or what, but just with that fucking exclamation point that leave that shit there and just Literally solely focus. Year, like today. Yeah. If you fucked up yesterday, you got some new time tomorrow. Yeah. Like if you fucked up today, whatever it is, like it doesn't have to be a 23 to 24 thing. Like realistically, you're right. It came and went. Mm-hmm. And now 24 is going to be the same exact way. Yep. So do you want to be in the same spot that you were this time next year? Because if not, it's going to take different actions every single day. Yeah. Different actions. Focus on your mental, focus on your physical, and there's a third branch of it that I'm going to wait to have it be its own podcast, but we'll leave a little suspense in the air for it. Well, now I'm salty. I want to know. <laughs> I will tell you. Have you uh, seen anything lately that's drawn your eye? Because I have. I should have fucking known you. I need to start prepping for this question. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got? You haven't seen nothing? I mean, I see a lot of things. Okay. I just but, just just tell me your fucking topic. This might be a new segment saying what have you seen lately? So saw a video the other day. Blew my mind. Okay. Some of it made me sad. Some of it was like, ah yeah, no brainer. So we're gonna play a little little game. Okay. What are the ten unhealthiest snacks in the country? Oh god, there's so much out there. I don't fucking know. You have the whole list up? Yep. Because is it like by brand or is it by like categories? Like candy is in there. Uh, No, like specific items. The oh, top so you, 10 you, specific There's no way items. I'm going to guess. Those. Yeah, you will. Just name some snack foods. Bro, obviously like you're going to go through like any kind of candy and then that's what, just tell me the 10. Come on, have some fun with this. That's not fun. Name some snacks. The top 10 on, because, okay, so here's my question. This is what I mean by it. Like. Let's say the chips are in there. Is it a specific yes. kind of chip? Yes. Everything is specific. Well, I'm going to say one of them is probably hot Cheetos just for you. It's not probably hot not Cheetos, there, but, but number I, 10 I is did, regular Cheetos. I did just say it just for you, though. <laughs> number 10 is regular Cheetos, and number 7 is the cheese puffs. Like just any cheese puff? Um, No, like the like regular like classic cheese puffs. It's hard for me to even think of snacks right now. There's a bunch out there. Yeah, I know, but I don't keep them in my home. <laughs> uh, just give me them, dude. God damn it. Just run the list. There's so many snacks out there. Guessing 10 is insane. No fun. Number 10 is Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> Number nine, which really hit my heart, is Nacho Cheese Doritos. Number eight. Are these all going to be chips? No. <laughs> this is the top 10 unhealthiest chips. No. Number eight 
is Chips Ahoy cookies. Seven is the Cheetos puffs. What are the metrics used to determine the, the unhealthiness of them? Ingredients and like how they're processed. Okay. Number six, Oreos. Is Pop-Tarts in there? Yep. Do you know so which cute. specific Pop-Tart? The wild berry one. Nope. I don't know. Strawberry. That. I don't like strawberry. Number three. Wow. Number five, Nutella. Number four, Snack Pack. Yo, there's no candy on this list? Nope. That's crazy. Number two is the Snyder's Pieces, like the pretzels. Don't tell my dad this. <laughs> the uh, Specifically, the Hot Buffalo Wing. Do not tell my <laughs> dad this. <laughs> number two. Number two. And number one, Ritz Bites. Yo, I'm glad I didn't guess because I was going straight like candy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably your snack of choice. No, it's just the first thing that I think of uh, when I think of like unhealthy snacks. Yep, number one, recent or Ritz bites, the ones with the cheese, the little ones. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yep, but I saw that and I was like, oh, that's pretty fascinating. But it, from my understanding, again, it was a video. Hopefully, it has to be the processed shit. Yeah, it's like all processed things that you know, um, the way they're made and the ingredients they have. Hmm. I like those cookies though. Yeah, they're it's pretty good. I used but, to put on a sleeve of Oreos at a time. Oh, I did too. Easily back in the day. Yeah. Easily. Me and my mom could split a pack in a night. Yeah. You dip it in milk? Yeah. All right. Like, like till, get it real soggy? Till it's about to fall apart. <sighs> See, I like it where it's like still got a tiny, tiny crunch no, in it. No, sometimes it'll fucking crumble to the bottom. <laughs> Have you, um, we'll just use this for things I saw. Seen Have, anything? <laughs> <laughs> Have you followed or looked into or read any like recent articles on Ozempic? No. We talked about this, I don't know, a couple months ago. Yeah. But even then, like, I'm not very educated on it at okay. all. It's just, um, I see it more and more because I feel like they're able to do more studies on it now. So they're seeing, like, side effects and things that it's causing that. Um, like, What's the other one? There's two things, right? Manzaro and, mm. or maybe Ozempic is Manzaro. I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like there's, like, two different things that are essentially. Crack? No, no, but they're essentially Adderall? used for the same thing. No, <laughs> that book of like, sugar. I can't think of like what it. No, they're both like dietary pills, or that's okay. like their main purpose. I can't think of the name of the other one though. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know, but there's a there's a lot of like um, bigger people talking about this Ozempic now, and they're having bigger in terms of like uh, influence or, or fatter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> chubby bitches <laughs> um it, not when i say influencers i'm talking about no like, like just influential people like influential people like yep. big people in the space yeah okay and um so not fat asses got it no <laughs> they wouldn't like to hear this stuff though um that's why i was curious like are they just saying i fucking love the stuff man <laughs> i uh looked into what are the side effects and so for those of you that don't know i hate medication any sort of medication i don't like it um because I feel as if the world uses that as the only cure. And so when something happens, the expectation is, oh, the doctor is going to give me this medicine to fix it. What do you do when you have a headache? I just drink some sodium. Sit with it? Yeah. Drink some sodium and that's about it. Um, but they prescribe this medication that fixes one thing. And the next thing you know, you take it for months and now you got something yeah. else and you get another medication, another one. Big pharma. Um, yeah. I wish I had their pockets. And so my 
I'm not saying I've never taken medicine. I just hate it. My thing that I love. Healer. <laughs> my my thing that I love though is when I see these commercials because you know us in the United States are the only ones that can uh, advertise yeah. uh, medicines is the sped up version or the sped up 33 mm-hmm. seconds at the end where it's like you could die have heart failure this 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 and this and um so i saw an article and it had the side effects for um ozempic and there it was a list of like 40 plus things and so they just rattled them off nausea nausea constipation diarrhea dizziness abdominal pain belching fatigue hyperglycemia allergic reactions blurred vision thyroid cancer (laughs) upset stomach (laughs) <laughs> difficulty swallowing, headaches, heartburn, rapid heartbeat, loss of appetite, pancreatitis, changes to your face, gallbladder disease, kidney disease, lumps, stomach flu symptoms, sweating, and the list went on. How many people have to have this side effect for it to need to be listed, though? That's a like, great question. If one person has it, can they put <laughs> it on there? Like, are they legally obligated? Hmm. Might have to look into that. I'm just. Yeah. I have no idea. That's like, a I don't know how. It great works. question. I don't because obviously everything has a side effect. Like it has to have something on there. Yeah, but like I'm just curious, like how many people have to have it? Yeah, that is true because like how many people say there's a hundred thousand people that are on it. If three hundred people die from it, are they putting that as a death. side effect? <laughs> Sudden death. <laughs> Some of the medications have that. I don't know. I just thought it was it was quite comical because I don't I'll stand on that I don't really believe in it because I think it's really misused and it's becoming one of those things where they're just like mm-hmm. everybody take it. Yeah. Um and there's I, not a lot of regulation behind it, I feel like. No. It's like, yeah, if you want it, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. Is it over the counter? Meaning you have to get a doctor's like do you have to be prescribed yeah. it? Yep. Um but I, I feel like a lot of people misuse it. Because they want that quick fix, and also, there, what hoops do you really jump through to get prescribed it? Because like you want any medication, you say the right thing, they're gonna prescribe it. Yeah. And two, it's just like the people that get on it that you know are doing it for that weight loss that they need. It's like, what work have you put in? How long have you done it? What did you try? What did you then try? What did you change? That's what the did- problem with the healthcare system at all is you don't go in and ask what your diet is, what your activity is like, which should be the first two things yeah. out of your mouth. No matter yeah. what's wrong with you. Because some of the time you might need to just get that lazy ass up off the ground and go for a fucking walk a few I'm times I'm going to give day. you a prescription and stop being a lazy fuck. <laughs> don't get me a doctor's apron. I don't think they wear aprons. I think that's chefs. They wear like a coat. Maybe. What a, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty much back there in the kitchen just whipping up yeah. different pills. But I don't know. I... uh I think we need to be very, very careful, and I think what the world has went through, we should be very careful of what we're putting in our body and making sure that we know everything. But it's just my opinion. We don't need to go down that road because that could be a very touchy subject. That'd be real bad. (laughs) Real bad. Um, I just want people to exhaust options before they go to big pharma. And unfortunately, the parameters, like you said, aren't set in place for that to happen. No, because nobody's making money that way. It's a fact. Where did I actually? So I did see something, yes. but I forget where I, I saw it. I love this. It was that the United States is the only place that has food and drug in the same administration. FDA. Why are they under the same regulation? 
so that the people who do the food can give you food that's going to make you feel like shit, send you the doctor so they can give you a medicine to get better. And it's just a never ending cycle because they're all in the same thing. They're they're, all just making the same amount of money. The money's just exchanging hands. They're all made in a lab. Yeah. I think I might actually have this like in my notes. This is from a few weeks ago. That just triggered me. That memory. Yep. They're They're the only country, dude, who have them interlocked. Dude, it makes sense. They're both fucking contagious. And we're the most unhealthy country for a reason. I don't even think it's close. I I think I'll bring a list on here of snacks that are banned in every other country, but we can still eat them in the U.S. Well, even like I went to Costa Rica last year. All of like their snacks, like in the airport, has like warning labels on them, like a certain amount that you should eat. Damn. Yeah. It's like candy, chips, whatever. It has like warnings about the things that are in it. That's powerful. When I made that one post where I went to the store and I picked up a Mountain Dew, I picked up a Coke, I picked up um, a tea. And I was like, make sure you're reading the labels because this can eliminate X amount of calories yeah. from your and sugars this. It is just astonishing how much sugar is legally allowed to be in a beverage. It's wild to me that people don't understand like how much better they feel if they just cut back on it. That's just like that crack cocaine. They get a little it basically is. They get a little bit of that sugar booger in them, not that booger sugar, that <laughs> sugar booger in them, and they're addicted, bro. So they keep drinking it, they keep eating the stuff, they crave it, then they feel like shit, but then they're like, Well, why can't I sleep? Why can't I this? Why can't I that? They'll never fucking put it Mm-mm. to the stuff they're drinking or eating. It's like, no. oh, man. Because it's too inconvenient now. It's all right. We'll fix this world one person at a time. Hopefully. <laughs> what else do you have, brother? I don't know without my notes. I got through a few of my topics. I don't want to burn through them all. Yep. <laughs> I had those three. Oh, the fourth thing. We'll just wrap it up with this because I think it'll be easy. Um not necessarily your goals, but kind of going through a life change mm. at the moment. And I like when you share this stuff because it shines light that through. Yeah, there was actually a point earlier I was going to bring it up, but I forget. we got off on another topic. Yeah. So, you know, how are you doing uh, with where life is at right now? I'm cool with where life's at, but I actually wrote a newsletter about it today. Mm. It does come out tomorrow. It comes out in like two weeks. Sad. All right. Yeah. But I say in it like i just talked about it on the podcast and i think i just actually talked about it in my vlog that came out today very shortly like just touched on it but i lost my job uh they pretty much like cut my whole department and i kind of had an idea that it was coming like i had a feeling mm-hmm. just because of the way that it was so i'd been applying i had some interviews i got an offer wasn't really like what they said it was in the interview things changed over i don't know four days <laughs> So I turned that down and I'm just like, I wanted to be upset about it, but it's like, I can't really be upset. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, didn't enjoy my job. So it's freeing up time for me to do the things that I do enjoy, which is train, write, create content, podcast, all this shit. Yep. And I also have another job. Like, it's not like I don't have a second job, which a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to say when they lose a job, like they don't have any money coming in. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have any money coming in, I would be struggling, but I was still able to go out of town over the weekend and not have to worry about anything. Yep. So I just picked up more hours at Longhorn and honestly, I enjoy being there. Like I'm not, 
I'd never want to go and I'm like, oh, fuck. But once I'm there, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's yeah. five hours, six hours, whatever. Like, I'm going to make my money. I'm going to go home. I have to take this shit home with me. I don't have to worry about it. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking mm-hmm. for a job, but I'm not, like, desperate for one. Yep. Which, I feel like the last few where, like, I knew change was coming, I got ready and just jumped out at the first opportunity that was there. And this time I was like, no. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not just going to take a job for the sake of having a job. I feel like I always preach this thing like that money doesn't equate happiness. But at the same time, I've been saying that and staying in places where I'm unhappy for financial stability. And so how can I say this thing and stand on it if I'm not even doing it myself? Mm-hmm. So now it's like, is things going to be a little bit tighter for sure? But there's other avenues that I can do if I really need more money. Like there's yeah. always stuff out there. And so I'm just going to be really picky with the next job that I do take and not take something that I'm not going to enjoy. I can't guarantee that that's going to be six, 12. I don't know when it's going to be. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like there's no use in like me stressing myself out over it. Mm -hmm. I still, there's a lot of things in my life that are going great and it frees up more time for me to do other things that I want to do. Like I said, so yep. I'm just like keeping a positive outlook on it. And I've been making jokes for the last week. Like, I don't have a fucking job. <laughs> Justin called off his I'm like, dude, at least you have a job to call off from. <laughs> so like I'm making jokes about it, but like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. You're gonna have that. Yep. Well, that is one thing that I uh admire and applaud you for is just no matter where the fuck life is, whether it's way up here, way over here, way down here, you are always focused that it will remain good. It will get better or we'll figure out the path forward. Um, but again, you do that through the things that you set forth daily. Um, so I know you'll find whatever the fuck is next. Yeah. There's a plan in place and it's going to unfold yep. eventually. I don't know when that is, but I'm, I mean, we're pouring energy into the things that we want to do. Yeah. There's this, there's the book I'm writing. It gives me more time for that. Cause yep. I wrote a lot more today than I have in the last week. Fuck. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where uh, life will be by the end of the year, but excited to see where it's at. Fuck yeah. We're going to keep living daily, baby. Day in and day out. I've had fun on this episode. Very excited for season one. Very excited to see what this next, you know, spring, summer um, into this year brings us. But I think if we, we stay focused and we buckle down, like we always talk about when we take this as serious as we want this to get, Um, we'll see the strides in it. Every time we put attention towards it, it starts growing in areas that we want. So again, the more we buckle down, the more it'll do it. So maybe we'll both be jobless and doing this full time in the near future. Hey, let's go, dude. (laughs) Sir, you guys have the fucking desire to inspire. Remember that every single day is a new opportunity to be better than you were, to be better, to have a different outlook, and to keep striving for the things that you want. Do not settle for anything less. Dylan is a prime example of that. Go after the things that you want to. And if you can't get them right now, set a plan in place so that way you can achieve them. Use your past and your failures to learn and grow. Kiss your mama for us. And tell her we back, baby. Peace.